reflection for the week of January the 22nd through the 28th. Let's go ahead and pray. God, grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, the courage to change the things I can, and the wisdom to know the difference. Thank you very much. Thank you for coming on here. God bless you. A high five, electronic hug, and and get up and get on with it now. Let us consider and pay attention to the words as I read them and let them go deep inside, inside your mind and through your ears. And let us ponder on uh, on the beauty of the people writing in and our literature of our Alcock Anonymous precious big book. Thank you so much. <laughs> I'm trying to raise the level of enthusiasm and interest in what I'm about to read. Enjoy. Let's keep it simple. 20 seconds. A few hours later, I took my leave of Dr. Bob. The wonderful old broad smile was on his face as he said almost jokingly, Remember, Bill, let's not louse this thing up. Let's keep it simple. I turned away, unable to say a word. That was the last time I ever saw him. Alcoholic Knowledge Becomes of Age, page 214. After years of sobriety, I occasionally asked myself, can it be this simple? Then, at meetings, I see former cynics and skeptics who have walked the AA path out of hell by packaging their lives without alcohol into 24-hour segments, during which they practice a few principles to the best of their individual abilities. And then I know again that while it isn't always easy, if I keep it simple, it works. Beautiful, beautiful strategies. Amen. Having fun yet? We aren't a glum lot. If newcomers could see no joy or fun in our existence, they wouldn't want it. We absolutely insist on enjoying life. We try not to indulge in cynicism over the state of the nations, nor do we carry the world's troubles on our shoulders. Our Cognomus, page 132. When my own house is in order, I find the different parts of my life are more manageable. Stripped from the guilt and remorse that cloak my drinking days. I am free to assume my proper role in the universe, but this condition requires maintenance. I should stop and ask myself, am I having fun yet? If I find answering that question difficult or painful, perhaps I'm taking myself too seriously and find it difficult to admit that I strayed from my practice of working the program to keep my house in order. I think the pain I experience is one of my way my higher power has to get my attention, coaxing me to take stock of my performance. The slight time and effort it takes to work the program, a spot check inventory, for example, or the making of amends, whatever is appropriate, are well worth the effort. All right, all right. Moving on, getting involved. Next one, January 24th. There is action and more action. Fate without works is dead. To be helpful is our only aim. Alcoholic Namas, page 88-89. I understand that service is a vital part of recovery, but I often wondered, what can I do? 
simply start with what I have today. I look around and see where there's a need. Are the ashtrays full? Do I have hands and feet to empty them? Suddenly, I'm involved. The best speaker may make the worst coffee. The member who's best with newcomers may be unable to read. The one winning the cleanup may make a mess of the bank account. Yet, every one of those people and jobs is essential to an active to an, an active group. The miracle of service is this. When I use what I have, I find there is more available to me than I realized before. If I, I find there is more available to me than I realized before, more chances to share. All right, the 25th, January 25th, what we need is each other. AA is really saying to every serious drinker, you are an AA member if you say so. Nobody can keep you out. 12 and 12 Traditions, page 139. For years, whenever I reflect on Tradition 3, the only requirement for AA membership is a desire to stop drinking. I thought it valuable only to newcomers. It was their guarantee that no one could bar them from AA. Today, I feel enduring gratitude for the spiritual development the tradition has brought me. I don't seek out people obviously different from myself. Tradition 3, concentrating on the one way I am similar to others, brought me to know and help every kind of alcoholic, just as they have helped me. Charlotte, the atheist, showed me higher standards of ethics and honor. Clay, of another race, taught me patience. Winslow, who was gay, led me by, led me by example into true compassion. Young Megan says that seeing me at meetings over 30 years keeps her coming back. Tradition 3 ensure that we would get what we need. Each other. Wow, beautiful. Huh? Rigorous honesty. January 26. Who wishes to be rigorous, honest, and tolerant? Who wants to confess his faults to another and make restitution for harm done? Who cares anything about a higher power, let alone meditation and prayer? Who wants to sacrifice time and energy in trying to carry AA's message to the next sufferer? No, the average alcoholic self-centered in the extreme doesn't care for this prospect unless he has to do these things in order to stay alive himself. 12 Steps and 12 Traditions, page 24. I am an alcoholic. If I drink, I will die. My, what power and energy and emotion this simple statement generates in me. But it's really all I know need to know for today. Am I willing to stay alive today? Am I willing to stay sober today? Am I willing to ask for help? And am I willing to be a help to another suffering alcoholic today? Have I discovered the fatal nature of my situation? What must I do today to stay sober? All right, all right. Beautiful, beautiful, wonderful words of life. All right, for freedom from guilt, our next one is January 27. Freedom from guilt. When other people were concerned, we had to drop the word blame from our speech and thought. 12 Steps and 12 Traditions, page 47. 
When I became willing to accept my own powerlessness, I began to realize that blaming myself for all the trouble in my life can be an eagle trip back into hopelessness. Asking for help and listening deeply to the message and heard it in the steps, traditions of the program, make it possible to change those attitudes which delay my recovery. Before joining AA, I had such a desire for approval from people in powerful positions that I was willing to sacrifice myself and others to gain a foothold in the world. I invariably came to grief. In the program, I find true friends who love, understand, and care to help me. Learn the truth about myself. With the help of the 12 steps, I am able to build a better life, free of guilt and the need for self-justification. Amen and amen. All right, we come to our last one, The Treasure of the Past, January 28th. The Treasure of the Past. This is concerning Alcock Anonymous, page 124, my favorite page. Showing others who suffer how we were giving help is the very thing which makes life seem so worthwhile to us now. Cling to the thought that in God's hands, the darkest past is the greatest possession you have. The key to life and happiness for others. With it, you can avert death and misery for them. Alcoholic Anonymous, page 124. What a gift. What a gift it is for me to realize that all of those seemingly useless years were not wasted. The most degrading and humiliating experiences turn out to be the most powerful tools in helping others to recover. And knowing the depths of shame and despair, I can reach out with a loving and compassionate hand and know that the grace of God is available to me. Amen and amen. And can know that the grace of God is available to me. Let's go ahead and pray. Um, Let's pray three prayers, please. We'll start off with the... uh, seven-step prayer. My creator, I am now willing that he should have all of me, good and bad. I pray that you now remove from me every single defect of character that stands in the way of my usefulness to you and my fellows. Grant me the strength as I go off from here to do your bidding. Amen. Okay, please bear with me. Let's go ahead and do the uh, third-step prayer, please. God, I offer myself to thee to build with me and to do with me as thou wilt. Relieve me of the bondage of self that I may better do thy will. Take away my difficulties that victory over them may bear witness to those I would help of thy power, of thy love, of thy way of life. May I do thy will always. Amen. All right, let's go ahead and pray the serenity prayer and go home. God, grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, the courage to change the things I can, and the wisdom to know the difference. Amen and amen. And let's go home with this. One more prayer, please. The God just told me he wants us to put this in. Oh, He talks to me. The Our Father. Let's close with the Our Father. 
Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us of our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. And uh, don't forget the knucklehead prayer. It says, the knucklehead prayer goes like that. God, I thank you that I am a knucklehead. I thank you that I messed up, blew it, stole it, connived it, screwed it, drank it. And thank you, I receive your forgiveness. Amen. All right, family, go get them. Enjoy the rest of the day. God bless you. Thank you so much for coming on. For coming to today's meeting, I'm Fernando Alcoholic. Let's go ahead and pray with the serenity prayer, please. God, grant me the serenity to accept those things I cannot change, the courage to change the things I can, and the wisdom to know the difference. Thank you, everyone, for checking in. We're going to be reading uh, Daily Reflections today for uh, see how far we get. We're going to start with January 15th and then head it forward on incredible resources that I gathered together. And I like to read ahead of time before I go to a meeting. I hope you feel the same way, too. Let's go ahead and start. It says January 15th. An unsuspected inner resource. With few exceptions, our members find that they have tapped an unsuspected inner resource, which they presently identify with their own conception of a power greater than themselves. Again, with few exceptions, our members find that they have tapped an unsuspected inner resource, which they presently identify with their own conception of a power greater than themselves. Akakalamas, page 567 and 68. From my first days in AA, as I struggled for sobriety, I found hope in these words from our founders. I often ponder the phrase, they have tapped an unsuspected inner resource. How I ask myself, can I find the power within myself since I am so powerless? In time, as the founders promised, it came to me. I have always had the choice between goodness and evil, between unselfishness and selfishness, between serenity and fear. That power greater than myself is an original gift that I did not recognize until I achieved daily sobriety through living the AA 12 steps. Amen. Again, it says, how I ask myself, can I find the power within myself since I am so powerless? In time, as the founders promised, it came to me. I have always had the choice between goodness and evil, between unselfishness and selfishness, between serenity and fear. The power greater than myself is an original gift that I did not recognize until I achieved daily sobriety through living the AA 12 steps. Amen. Okay, our next one is hitting bottom. Why all this insistence that every AA must hit bottom first? The answer is that few people will sincerely try to practice the AA program unless they have hit bottom. For practicing AA's remaining 11 steps means the adoption of attitudes and actions that almost no alcoholic who is still drinking can dream of taking. 12 Steps and 12 Traditions, page 24. 
Hitting bottom opened my mind and I became willing to try something different. What I tried was AA. My new life in the fellowship was a little like learning how to ride a bike for the first time. AA became my training wheels and my supporting hand. It is not that I wanted to help so much at the time. I simply did not want to hurt like that again. My desire to avoid hitting bottom again was more powerful than my desire to drink. In the beginning, that was what kept me sober. But after a while, I found myself working the steps to the best of my ability. I soon realized that my attitudes and actions were changing, if ever so slightly. One day at a time, I became comfortable with myself and others, and my hurting started to heal. Thank God for the training wheels and supporting hand that I chose to call Alcoholic Anonymous. Happiness comes quietly, our next reading. The trouble with us alcoholics was this. We demanded that the world give us happiness and peace of mind in just the particular order we wanted to get it, by the alcohol route. And we weren't successful. But when we take time to find out some of the spiritual laws and familiarize ourselves with them and put them into practice, then we do get happiness and peace of mind. There seems to be some rules that we have to follow but happiness and peace of mind are always here, open and free to everyone. Dr. Bob and the Good Old Timers, page 308. The simplicity of the program teaches me that happiness isn't something I can demand. It comes upon me quietly while I serve others. In offering my hand to the newcomer or to someone who has relapsed, I find that my own sobriety has been recharged with indescribable gratitude and happiness. All right. Would a drink help? <laughs> this is coming from 12 Steps and 12 Traditions, page 23. It says, by going back in our drinking histories, we could show that years before we realized it, we were out of control, that our drinking even then was now no mere habit, that it was indeed the beginning of a fatal progression. When I was still drinking, I couldn't respond to any of life's situations the way other more healthy people could. The smallest incident triggered a state of mind that believed I had to have a drink to numb my feelings. But the numbling did not improve the situation, so I saw further escape in the bottle. Today, I must be aware of my alcoholism. I cannot afford to believe that I have gained control of my drinking or again I will drink. I have gained control of my life. Such feelings of control is fatal to my recovery. Fate has to work 24 hours a day in and through us, or we perish. Round-the-clock fate. Alcoholic Namas, page 16. Again, fate has to work 24 hours a day in and through us, or we perish. The essence of my spirituality and my sobriety rests on a round-the-clock fate in a higher power. I need to remember and rely on the God of my understanding as I pursue all of my daily activities. How comforting for me is the concept that God works in and through people. As I pause in my day, do I recall specific concrete examples of God's presence? Am I amazed and uplifted at the number of times this power is evident? I am overwhelmed with gratitude for my God's presence in my life of recovery. Without this omnipotent force in my life, in, in every activity, I will again fall into the depths of my disease and death. Whoa. Now, reading for the 20th of June, June, January. 
we pause and ask. As we go through the day, we pause when agitated or doubtful and ask for the right doubt of action. Humbly asking my higher power for the grace to find the pace between my impulse and my actions. To let flow a cooling breeze when I would respond with heat. To interrupt fierceness with gentle peace. <clears throat> to accept the moment which allows judgment to become discernment. To defer to silence when my tongue would rush to attack or defense. I promise to watch for every opportunity to turn to my higher power for guidance. I know where this power is. It resides within me. As, as clear as a mountain brook hidden in the hills, it is the unsuspected inner resources. I thank my higher power for this world of light and truth. I see when I allow it to direct my vision. I trust it today and hope it trusts me to make all effort to find the right thought or action today. Amen. And January 21st, serving my brother. The member talks to the newcomer not in a spirit of power, but in the spirit of humility and weakness. Alcoholic Namus comes of age, page 276. Again, the member talks to the newcomer not in a spirit of power, but in the spirit of humility and weakness. Hmm. As the days pass in AA, I ask God to guide my thoughts and the words that I speak. In this labor of continuous participating in the fellowship, I have numerous opportunities to speak, so I frequently ask God to help me watch over my thoughts and my words, that they may be true and proper reflections of our program, to focus my aspirations once again to seek His guidance, to help me be truly kind and loving, helpful and healing, yet always filled with humility and free from any trace of arrogance. Today, I may very well have to deal with disagreeable attitudes or utterances, the typical stock-and-trade attitude of the still-suffering alcoholic. If this should happen, I will take a moment to center myself in God so that I will be able to respond from a perspective of composure, strength, and sensibility. Amen. That's really uh, neat. I like this. I seek His guidance. One of the things that came to my mind is the seven-step prayer. I believe that Bill said that before he went on, and God did answer the prayer because of his incredible speeches and recordings of Bill W.'s talks. You know, just amazing. I had to come through another source of God. He gave us instructions, uh, admonitions, humor, and interesting, his, and inspirational, his talks. And the seventh step prayer goes, I, God, oh, starts, excuse me, starts out, my creator, my creator, I am now willing for you to use all of me. <laughs> I, okay, my creator, I am now willing that you should have all of me, good and bad. I pray that you now remove from me every single defect of character that stands in the way of my usefulness to you and my fellows. Grant me strength that I go out from here and do your bidding. Amen. The one thing that pointed out to me is the way this last uh, statement talked about that I pray that God helps me to reflect this program. You know, proper reflections of our program that I may be true and proper reflections of the program, 
to focus my mind on aspirations once again to seek his guidance to help me truly be kind and loving, helpful and healing, yet always filled with humility and free from any trace of arrogance. And you know, folks, that is beautiful because I find out that when we get behind the podium, we can be arrogant, we can not be helpful, we can, our words can destroy, our words are not loving, and they're not kind. But to, to give the right word at the right time, it has to come from God. Anyway, I hope you enjoy these sharing. And we pray. Let's go ahead and pray out with the uh, third step prayer since we said all three of them. We will be saying all three prayers. God, I offer myself to thee to build with me and to do with me as thou wilt. Relieve me of the bondage of self that I may better do thy will. Take away my difficulties that victory over them may bear witness to those that would help of thy power, of thy love, of thy way of life. May I do thy will always. Amen. Keep coming back, family. You're loved. January 16th, 2023. Hitting bottom opened my mind, and I became willing to try something different. What I tried was AA. My new life in the fellowship was a little like learning how to ride a bike for the first time. AA became my training wheels and my supporting hand. It's not that I wanted the help so much at the time. I simply did not want to hurt like that again. My desire to avoid hitting bottom again was more powerful than my desire to drink. In the beginning, that was what kept me sober. But after a while, I found myself working the steps to the best of my ability. I soon realized that my attitude and actions were changing. If ever so slightly, one day at a time became, I become more comfortable with myself and others, and my hurting started to heal. Thank God for, for training wheels on and supporting hands that I chose to call Alcoholics Anonymous. Thank you, God.